On August 20th, 2021, Kendrick Lamar finally came out of hiding to leave us with a note, which essentially says that his next album will be his last one with TDE. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week we have a lot to talk about. So, first of all, this note pretty much came out of nowhere, and really no one was expecting it. But to be fair, it's also very... I guess also expected of Kendrick because he's the type of person that won't necessarily just put out a tweet or come out on video or do it in an interview. He'll just write us a letter, essentially. Uh, And this letter was posted on oklama.com or OKLMA. I don't know how he wants us to say it, but one of those probably. and it's still up there, so if you want to read it for yourself, it's there. But um, I'm going to just read it out real quick, and I'll probably throw it on the screen here. I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators, as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. Seen you soon enough. Oklahoma. So, there's a lot to kind of pick apart there. I mean, we'll start at the bottom. Oh, also, actually, after you signed off, there's a photo of him. Uh, It's a black and white photo of Kendrick with two mics, one pointing upward, one pointing downward, and some lights. Um... Don't know if that's important at all, but it's there. Um, so, uh, starting from, yeah, let's just start from the top, I guess. Um, this whole letter kind of feels melancholy, and it sounds like he hasn't necessarily been in the best place, which, I mean, given the last year or so, makes a lot of sense. Um... I mean, he's been through a lot, of course, because, I mean, even if he's not out there talking about people who have passed due to the pandemic, I mean, I'm sure he's had people who have, and he also had, um, his daughter was born last year, so he has that to be concerned about as well. So it makes a lot of sense that this kind of just feels like a stream of consciousness almost, um, Fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old beach cruisers. So it it sounds like he's just he's doing things that he I feel he would enjoy, like just writing, listening to stuff, and I guess <laughs> collecting old beach cruisers. How many beach cruisers does he have? I don't know. Um, that's an interesting thing to collect, but you do you, my guy. You do you. Um, but yeah, it's like. He starts off with that, which makes it just seem like he's already living a retired life, if that makes sense. 
like that those are the sorts of things that i would expect you to do when you just don't really have anything else to do um but i mean i guess writing you could always do regardless of your current employment state i guess but you know it, it sounds like he's preparing himself for this more reclusive life and just you know hanging back um the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence so i mean i'm assuming he's talking about when he's on his beach cruisers going up a hill um and he just he, he it sounds like he's not like listening to anything or thinking of anything he's just there um living in the moment more so and he's going months without a phone which again makes sense for kendrick because he just seems like the type of person that would do that but it's also really it's really hard to do <laughs> Like, how, how do you go without a phone? Um, and then, you know, like I mentioned, he's probably gone through a bit because the love, loss, and grief has disturbed his comfort zone and the glimmers of God speak through his music and his family. Like, he's basically taken in all those things that have happened around him, all the loss, all the grief, and kind of looks on the bright side of it and, like, tries to find reason in it. Um, a lot of people tend to look to God when there's things like this, so that's not um, that's not unsurpri- that's not surprising. Um, While the world revolves around or around me evolves, I will reflect on what matters the most: the life in which my words will land next. So Kendrick knows that his words are important, and that he has a voice that people like to hear and want to hear and he feels like his voice is important for people to hear um so he's like wherever my words land next like this is the life that i'll be living essentially um and then in the more or less final paragraph um the last major paragraph he talks about how this is his final tde album and you know he's felt joy to be part of this label and how much of an impact TD has had over the years. I mean, it's crazy to me that it's been 17 years, but yeah, it's, I guess, yeah, it's been a while um, since TD has been around. I mean, um, what is interesting as well is just, it's like, <laughs> I can't tell if he just randomly capitalized things or if it was important. Because, like, he capitalized the struggles and the success, and then lowercase the and capitalized brotherhood. I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if those are just track names <laughs> at that point. But, um, but yeah, you know, it, the other major thing to really pick up on is there's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. So, with all that, I mean, we can kind of get an idea of what's coming next I'd say the first thing that comes to mind is that this isn't just this isn't necessarily going to be just his final TDE album it might just be his final album Um, and I wouldn't be expecting another album from him for a very long time if like whenever this comes out I mean it has been five four years Four years, I think, since Damn came out. Um, so it's been a while since we've got a full album from him. I mean, we got Untitled Unmastered, but, you know, that wasn't um, 
an album. That was more just uh, leftover tracks and Lucy's essentially. Um, so it's been a while since we got an album, and given how long it's been, I'm sure he's been taking his time uh, working on it because he seems to be the type of person that wants to. I mean, obviously he has a concept with every album, but he wants to go further with each project and try to tackle bigger and bigger things. So this album really sounds like it's going to be a, it's going to touch on a lot, I'm sure. Like it's going to touch on the loss, the grief, but also all like that glimmer of hope that he just kind of has, um, and the glimmer of God that comes through, uh, Personally, I'm not huge on people being super religious in songs, but, you know, Kendrick has done well enough with it, so I'm not going to be too opposed. Also, it's not even out yet, so I can't say anything. Um, regardless, it's interesting to see where this will go. Um, I do expect that, or suspect, that this is more than likely his last album. He already has PG Lang to go back to, um, well not go back to, he's, he's kind of been working on it anyway, um, with Dave Free, and, I don't know, with, with PG Lang, I think, I think he's gonna take more of a backseat, um, kind of like a top dog sort of role, rather than an artist role, because, I think he's just in that point in his career where he doesn't really want to, or he doesn't have much else to say, or he's just got too much like pressure on him to put out something amazing all the time. And I mean, I it makes sense when you come out like with just such good projects, like it's very hard to keep up with it. And you're going to constantly always want to compete with yourself. Um, even if you tell yourself, no, I know I'm not going to match that. This is something else entirely. Like you always have that in the back of your mind. You're like, I have to be better than that. I have to at least do like, at least do as well as that. So, you know, it's, there's always that in the back of your head. I'm sure, I'm sure he's thinking about that. Um, so with that in mind, I think if he can get a project out that just does amazing in his mind. I think he'd be fine just kicking back after that. I mean, with PG Lang, their I think their whole thing was that they wanted to, um, I guess, uplift creatives more so than just uh, musically. So if you are a like a writer or a poet or a podcaster, a videographer, a photographer, basically anything that's creative, I mean, including music, like, they wanted to uplift you in some sort of way, and give you that platform, so I think that's probably where his focus really is going to be going forward, uh, although I don't know how involved, or how much we'll see him, to be completely honest, because, like I said, he is a bit more of a recluse, so he might just be in in the back, just just kicking it, and he has people who are going to be at the forefront more so, which I mean could be people like Keem and um, Georgia Smith, Brent Fias, the people that we've seen in the videos, which I, I think would make a little bit more sense. Um, 
Anyways, regarding the album, I we've been hearing a bunch of, I guess, rumors and rumblings about what it could be over the last couple of years or so. Um, I know it was originally, like, we were thinking it was going to be more of a, um, like, rock-influenced, which a lot of y'all were just like, oh, I don't know, but I don't really care. I'm I'm interested to see what happens, but I don't think that's necessarily where he's going to go with this one anymore, at least. Uh, like, it could be, it could be, but I think this is going to be a lot more, I guess, melancholy and... Is going to be a lot more raw, I feel. I don't think it's going to be anything that's, um, I guess, happy. <laughs> or stuff that you'll necessarily hear on the radio as much. Um, but again, it's it's Kendrick. They're going to put him on the radio. Because, um, you know, I feel like Kendrick is one of those artists that when they drop, like everyone's going to listen to him, so you're going to hear it everywhere anyways. Um, no matter how... Um, I guess dark or depressing the subject matter maybe like he'll he'll be out there. So I mean we'll have to wait and see exactly, but I feel like it's going to be a bit more serious in tone and production-wise it might be a bit more stripped back. Um so not like we were getting on to Pimpa Butterfly or even Damn, maybe more along the lines of Untitled Unmastered where it was a bit more rough. But, I mean, again, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I could also... <laughs> I could also see him just going more of the uh, Griselda route and just go uh, drumless, which actually would go well for him if he wants to go something with something more uh, serious where he actually pay more attention to what he's saying. Because, I mean, that kind of goes back to... I think Murr said it. Back in the day, when you would listen to, like, the way you would listen to music versus, like, on East Coast versus West Coast was completely different. So, on the West Coast, you would pay a lot of attention to the beats as well as the lyrics. I mean, but more so the beats because you'd be riding around. Like, everyone had a car. Not everything was within walking distance. You had to drive places. Whereas on the East Coast, um, same thing. I mean, you weren't necessarily in walking distance to a lot of places, but the beats were there obviously but they're a bit more stripped down and the vocals were at the forefront so whenever you're like on the subway or something you'd be able to hear what the artist is actually saying rather than just the production so um not saying that one's better the other than the other but that might be where he's going with that so that he can be heard i guess um i mean it's an option most again we we don't know yet um, but I could see that being the case, I feel. Um, I mean, regardless, though, we're going to get solid production because it's, it's Kendrick and it's his last TD album and everything's going to be mixed by Ali. You, we already know that. Um, so it's, it's going to be mixed well. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, yeah, but there's a bit more with the um or sorry uh going back to like why i think it would be his last album uh there's beauty and completion um that sounds very definitive like that's it no more this is the end 
this is the completion. This is complete. Um, so it's because, you know, if he did say that this is his last or final TDE album, so that does give you the, uh, like, it gives you that idea that, oh, okay, he's just done with TDE and moving on from there. Um, but I think him saying there's beauty and completion, like, that sounds, that sounds weird to say for a last album on a label. Like, it's not even a full label anymore, is it? It's just more of, like, an imprint because they were with Interscope. Anyways, um, but they're, like, that's a strange thing to say, right? Like, this is, <laughs> this is my final TD album, but this is also beauty and completion. Like, if it was something that, if he was doing something where it was a, I guess, trilogy or like a series of albums, um, that would make a little bit more sense to say there's beauty and completion. He's like, ah, oh, yes, this is the final one in this run. But saying that it's beauty and completion in the sense that this is my final album with TDE, that's a bit, bit different to me. Um, and especially for it being like almost the last thing he says, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it seems strange to me that he would say it like that. Um regarding why he's doing this um uh, or leaving TD, I guess. I think he's just he's just in a different stage in his career. I mean, I don't think there's any major reason. Um maybe like I don't think there's any there was no disagreement or anything. That's what I mean. Like there wasn't any reason for them um, there wasn't any sort of event that caused this. Um, I think it was really more that Kendrick's just in a different stage in his career and he wants to focus more on maybe himself, but I think more so PG Lang because, you know, this kind of came up last year, like PG Lang, and nothing has really come of it yet. All we've really gotten was that interview with, um, with Keem and their Calvin Klein, uh, what was it? Their ads, I guess. Um, there's another word for it. I'm just blanking. So, you know, like, that's all that we've really gotten. Um, so it's... I think he's it's like, okay, no, I need to focus on this now that the world is opening up again. I have to get that thing rolling. So, I, I mean, that makes sense there. Um, another thing that honestly could be a bit of a stretch, but it could be that... Um, Kendrick might feel that everyone, when they think of Top Dog, they think of him. But there's a bunch of other really dope artists on there. I mean, you have J-Rock, who was literally there before Kendrick. And, you know, how many people listen to J-Rock when compared to Kendrick? Obviously, they have different target audiences and everything like that. But people don't really know J-Rock, even though he's been there so much longer. Um, so like, I think that's what he's, that might be one thing. He's like, no, I, my, I'm, I'm done here. Like, you don't need to pay attention to me anymore. Focus on these other artists. So maybe that's where he's going. Uh, maybe he just got tired of people asking Punch where the Kendrick album is every day. Um, which I mean, I'd be tired of that too. <laughs> um, honestly, that's kind of funny that people keep asking Punch, but it is what it is. Um. But yeah, I, I think I think realistically, it's just that he wants to focus more on PG Lang and 
everything else other than music and to do so i mean maybe he wants to just be how to top dog i don't think it's necessarily like a contract thing because i i don't think kendrick cares <laughs> about the contracts uh to be completely honest um i think he's kind of like uh frank ocean in that sense like where he'll like if he's really just trying to get out of a contract he'll throw something out like he'll just be done with it but i don't think that's really the issue i think he's just like let me focus on my thing and give you guys different attention because i mean think about it who on td is like the next biggest person probably SZA and then schoolboy q i guess um both of whom probably have albums coming this year or very soon at least um so you know I mean, SZA just put out, like, three Lucy's yesterday. And then Schoolboy Q's been teasing a bunch of music, too. Um, I mean, obviously, Isaiah Rashad dropped. And a lot of people were talking about how that would probably lead into, um, like, a whole TD rollout. Which, I guess that's what we're getting. Uh, especially because he said, or Kendrick said, see you soon enough. Uh, Kendrick... It, going back to him specifically, is one of those people, kind of like J. Cole, where he'll just kind of come out of the woodwork, say something, and then we'll get music pretty soon. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another, like, if we get a single, or even the album, within the next month or two. Um, single, most likely, I would say, by September, by the end of September, I mean. Um, album, maybe at the end of the year. Uh, because he is doing that show, I think it was, I forgot what it was exactly, but he was doing that show where he's performing everything from Section 80 to Damn, which now makes a lot of sense, because those are all his TD albums. Um, so maybe the album comes out right after that. I don't know. Um, one other thing I wanted to touch on before I completely wrap up is that it does sound like this is a, like the, the, he's leaving on good terms. Because um, both Top Dog and Punch have put out their own thoughts and statements. So I'll pull up Top Dog's real quick because he was the first one to do it. The whole goal when we started this thing was to make music, make money, and make history. We did those things ten times over and then some. TD and its artists have provided a way to end generational curses that we were all personally born into over the last 17 years in this business. With this being Dot's last album on TDE, this is more of a victory lap, a celebration. I know he will be successful in whatever he decides to do and will have our full support. As for Top Dog Entertainment, we will continue to grow, develop, and give artists the platform to expand into whatever they choose. Heart, honor, respect, Top Dog. Um, so yeah, he sounds a lot, like it sounds like they're on good terms, which makes sense. I wouldn't imagine Kendrick to be the type of person to just burn bridges. Um, but yeah, Top Dog has been very successful over the last 10 or 17 years. And mostly due to Kendrick. Um, obviously, like I said, Schoolbook U, SZA, Azera Rashad, everyone else on the label has done well. <clears throat> but, you know, they've accomplished their goals. They've made money, they've made history, and made music. Um, and then with Punch, he says, 
It's funny when things change because most of the time we automatically assume it's something negative, especially in this business. It's rarely seen as growth. Growth is a great thing and it's essential for life. Life happens in stages and this particular stage is almost complete. Kendrick is a generational artist who has accomplished so much and has contributed immensely to this thing we call hip-hop. It's only right for him to continue to evolve and build his own business and brand how he sees fit. In fact, we encourage it. We want every, each and every artist we work with at TDE to build and grow and be self-sufficient. That's the whole point. Also remember that this is family and will always continue to be so. Album coming soon. LOL. So, both of them seem very positive and very supportive of Kendrick and whatever he ends up doing next. And both of them do kind of hint at, like, this might actually just be his last album. At least that's the tone that I took from it. Like, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last album and he just kind of focuses on something else entirely. Um, like, whatever projects it may be. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I really want to see where this goes. Um, I had something else that came into my mind when I was reading this, but now I'm dumb and forgot. I think it was probably the growth is a great thing, but, um, you know, that is something that we, you know, oh yeah, with, with, uh, punches thing, this does sound very negative <laughs> and I mean, you can take it as negative too, um, but not necessarily negative in the way that they're burning bridges or anything like that. I think it's more negative in like his mind state. But this is Kendrick showing some growth, some change. So we have to, well, we don't have to, but it's good to be supportive of growth and change. Um, but yeah, I think I'll stop it there because uh, nearly that 30 minute mark and my camera will stop anyways. Um, but let me know in the comments below what your thoughts on this final TDE album is, or if it's his final album in total. Um, yeah, also like and subscribe if you want to see more content like this. Thank you for watching, and please stay safe out there.